1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: This is how it sounds to be the best in baseball.
1: WFAN is the home of Yankees baseball. The Fan,
0: 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Let's rock and let's roll, baby. Rosie, Paul Rosenberg, back with you again on The Fan. On an early Saturday morning, 2.02 and 30 seconds, as we begin the month of October, 877-337-6666. That's the phone number to call or text. Yep, you can text. You can get me at Paul's Randomness on Twitter. If you want to reach me on social media, you can stream us live on the free Odyssey app. That's right. The free Odyssey app. Stream us. And if you don't have access to a radio, 101.9 FM 660. Stream. We have Brian McKeon on the other side of the glass. And a busy show that we will try to jam into just three hours until 5 a.m. And you know who? Richard Neer right here on The Fan in New York City. As I mentioned, tons to get into tonight. Playoff baseball is right around the corner for both of our teams. And these are two teams that have realistic shots of getting to the World Series. Mets, Yankees, realistic shots of getting to the World Series, which is awesome to think about as a New Yorker, as a sports fan, wonderful. Now, the Yankees are ready to clinch the AL East, playing out the string, finishing out the season. We'll get to the Yankees in a little bit. And also... Why Aaron Judge should be sitting the majority of the games left and not going after this, not going after the home run record, which he can't win anyway because that's Barry Bonds six number 73. We'll get into the Jets and Steelers. Zach Wilson making the season debut in Pittsburgh. How will the Giants play after their first loss of the year last season, last, excuse me, last week as they take on the Bears at MetLife? But the clear topic tonight is the New York Metropolitans who lost to the Braves 5-2 in Atlanta. And perhaps, and I know Chris was talking about this and Chris is saying it, in perhaps the biggest series of the past six or seven years for the Mets. And we'll get it, and I know a lot of people are angry at Jake. And (laughs) And just to show you how weird life is. Six innings pitched, five hits, three runs, no walks, 11 strikeouts. And somehow, that's an awful performance and not good enough. Somehow, that just understand that from the majority of Mets fans who think that's not good enough. And we can get into if that's good enough or not. For me, the Mets' lack of offense is my number one concern. And to be frank, Buck did not have a good night tonight on the bench as well. The feast or famine offense that the Mets have is going to come back to bite them. Two runs tonight. A gift because uh, one in the second, which is a gift because Eddie Rosario doesn't know how to catch a ball. And a solo shot from Thomas Nito off Kenley Jansen. And after the last few games, there should not be any doubt who should be starting at the catching position for the Mets. It will be Thomas Nito in the playoffs. It has to be Thomas Nito in, in the playoffs. I don't need to see James McCann anywhere near the starting lineup. They're fair, but the Mets' failure to consistently hit the ball and score runs, big concern, incredibly frustrating. So what was I looking for tonight? I was not looking for the Mets to somehow make Max Freed look like Clayton Kershaw. That I was not expecting tonight. And they did. I believe he retired his last 10 or 11 uh, Mets, and then he left in the fifth inning after, I believe he threw up in the dugout or something after five, which is a really like interesting, weird thing that happened. I don't know why. And the Braves said he left the game feeling ill and that gave some of the mets some of the mets fans a little bit of hope that maybe against the Braves bullpen we can start to develop a little bit of a comeback here that did not happen nimo Pete, lindor marcana the first four hitters of the mets lineup 2 for 15 with 5 strikeouts can't happen This is a massive series for this team, obviously. Obviously, tied in the standings in the NL East right now. Huge ramifications. And this this is what I get. And the frustrating part is I can totally see the Mets somehow putting up a 10th spot this evening against the immortal Kyle Wright. And that's the frustrating part. Because I've seen them do it. They'll go through games where they have, well, they're, they'll get and they'll score tons of runs. And the games like tonight, where they look like a AAA offense. So that's, the, the offense is a problem. Also a problem. And this has to do with the offense. The number one prospect in all of baseball, Frank Frankie Alvarez gets uh, the call-up, which is six regular season games remaining. Now, you're putting a guy, a kid, who was hitting in Syracuse last year, I mean last week, excuse me, into the heat of a pennant race in the biggest series the Mets have had in quite a long time. And what happens? Second inning, first at bat, first and second, nobody out. Hits a hot shot to Austin Riley. Riley makes a great pick. 5-4-3, double play. And you see that and it's like, man, it was a first pitch. It was a breaking the ball, I believe, off Reed, And great play by Austin Riley. And you saw that and you're like, oh, man. like, And I'm not into the, you know, the harbinger of things to come. You know, I'm not into that type of, you know, hocus pocus stuff. Since we're in October, I'll say that. But I but we I saw that and watched and I was like, ah oh, man. Not great. And then why why fans believe the baseball gods are a real thing and a real entity? 877 337 6666 is the number to call if you want to get into the conversation. Somehow, we get to the ninth inning. Mets are down three, and we'll and we'll get to we'll get more in depth to Jake and why Buck chose to take or why Buck chose to put Tyler McGill in the game after Jake, which I have a big problem with. Down three, Lindor, Lindor strikes out. Kinda hit by a pitch. McNeil single. The best hitter for me right now on the on the team is Eduardo Escobar. He works a walk, so bases loaded, one out, and who comes at the plate? The number one prospect, Frankie Alvarez, who was just hitting in somewhat meaningless games in Syracuse last week. So what happens? He tries to hit a 500 foot home run in three swings. Looks totally overmatched against Kenley Jansen, who looked like he was about to lose it. And Jansen has fallen off a cliff, by the way. But was it that surprising that that happened? I was not that surprised. I, I think we're you're going to put a lot of pressure on this kid because you're just throwing him into the middle of a pennant race. Pro, we don't know what prospects like work out. We don't know how they're going to work out. We don't know how they're going to play. The number one prospect in all of baseball, wonderful, great. I don't know what that means, though. And I'm not going to get into, you know, lastings millage Jay Payton, Jared Kelnick, et cetera, et cetera. So he strikes out on three pitches. And now the Mets' final hope rests on the shoulders of Tyler Naquin, and he—it he, was a tough at bat. He battled, but strikes out. So the bottom line is: after all the bitching and complaining that I did, and that other Mets fan and Mets fans did at the trade deadline for not bolstering the bullpen, and they didn't, except for Michael Gibbons. Maybe it's possible that Darren Ruff and Daniel Vogelbach might not be enough for this team. Ruff put on the I.L. with a neck injury earlier today. That's how they make room for Alvarez. Vogelbach, who I swear has like maybe like one working hamstring, who can't run, and frankly right now can't hit. And I think that's another thing. I don't. I, I don't blame Buck for not pinch hitting Alvarez in the seventh, or pinch hitting for Alvarez in the seventh. But if you're not going to put him, but if you're not going to put him up in the ninth for Alvarez, for the rookie, if you're not going to get a veteran up there, and listen, it's Vogelback. Why is he even on the team? The most important game of the season, most important series of the season. This is what it comes down to. And it's their fault. It's the Mets' fault they come down to this because they they didn't play up to the, comp, to the lower competition the last month of the season. And you're going to put the pressure and everything on Francisco Alvarez. It's a tough spot for the kid to be in. is the number to call if you want to get involved in the conversation on if you think the Mets offense is to blame for this or if you want to go with Jacob DeGrom being the issue for tonight. And again, I I, I get the DeGrom stuff. After you get that lead in the top of the second, immediately... Back to back home runs from Riley and Olsen. And Frank and funnily enough, DeGrom had not yielded back to back home runs since 2019 also in Atlanta. And I get that you want your ace of the staff not to do that. And not to like just like, you know, spit up the lead like that right after you get the lead, obviously. But I I think it's important to like kind of look at it with a wide-angle lens about what's going on with DeGrom. Who's the best pitcher I've... Who's the best player I've ever seen on the Mets uniform in my life, wearing a Mets uniform. Nobody better. But he is now a depreciating asset because he can't stay healthy, and that's a problem. So we will get into that. We will get into the Mets offense struggling... Because I think that's a that's a huge factor as we head into it now. What is a as close to a must win situation as you can get for tonight in games when it's really not a must win? Because obviously they clinched the playoff spot, but as close to a must win as you can get if you're the Metropolitans as Mad Max takes the hill tonight. And this is why. This is why you pay Max thirty plus million a year for this start. For him to shut down the team when you need it the most. This is why. The advantage of having DeGrom and Scherzer is this. And DeGrom struck out 11. Gave a 5 hits, 3 runs. Not good enough. I get that. I understand that. But I'm more... But the the Mets only scoring 2 runs against Max Reed and the Braves' bullpen is a big issue for me. So that's where I want to start, 877-337-6666. That is the number to call. We will get into that. We will get into the Yankees, and they have a ton of injuries they're dealing with right now, a patchwork bullpen. And I will get into why Aaron Judge should not be playing every day just to hit hit home runs. Just not smart. From an analytical perspective, it's just not smart. And we'll obviously get into the we'll get into the Jets, we'll get into the Giants, and obviously we will get into the NHL season as well at one point because I love hockey. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Just getting started on an early Saturday morning going till 5 a.m. on the fan.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.